For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Here I am. What you doing? You know what today is. Today's a big day for music. It's 303 day when we're recording this. Oh shit. 303 day. There you go. The boys. The boys. <laughs> 303 day. Well, I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. Hey yo. That was always a clever line. I thought it was too. Don't know if those eight lyrics have aged super well, the whole don't trusting a hoe business, but uh, no, I back 303. We've, oh yeah, they, I've had some good times in my life with them, their music on in the background or something at Warp Tour. I don't know. I mean, they've always been consistently themselves, I think, which is just great. And while we're here, they've got a new single out today too. It's, Absolutely. Yeah, it's we, awesome. It's a great uh, single. Yeah, well, hey, um, this is great. We're back again uh, live on Twitch. Hello, Twitch people. Twitch or people. on the podcast on Friday. Podcast and people. We're talking about all the uh, all the new records of this week and yeah. quite a few from new last week as well. The new noise. That's what, that's what we're calling this. New noise. Yeah. I, I ripped new off noise. the refused cover for the graphics and it felt a little bit uh, blasphemous, I'll be honest. Um, but I did it anyway. It's okay. We got some new art coming soon. We'll see when that gets done, and I think it'll be nice. We'll have yeah. our own little official art. It'll be cool. Yeah, I think so too. This is great. Yeah, who we got in the chat? All oh, the usual suspects. I like to see that. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is gonna be good. It's gonna be a good one today. So, uh, Mike, oh, so. let's um, let's talk about last week 
Uh, yeah, let's get right into it. We got so much to talk about. Big week. I mean, big week. My favorite band of all time, No Effects, put out an album. The yep. biggest, most anticipated record was Architects. There was that strange EP from Chair. Yeah, those were the three I'd say I focused most on uh, over the past uh, seven days. What about you? Yeah, I focused on probably those three, and then the new Jetty Bones record too. I felt absolutely uh, yes. in love with that. Yes. What do you want to talk about first? Well, uh, let's talk about No Effects because um, yeah. y- you said you were gonna, you know, you're a new No Effects fan. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a very old No Effects fan. I've been listening to the band for <laughs> like 25 years, maybe more. Um, and you know, I really want to hear your take on this as kind of a you know a person that hasn't been immersed in the band. Mm-hmm you know, so much like me. So unfortunately, I know I said last week I was going to try and listen to some old NoFX albums too. Yeah. Um, I just didn't get time, which is unfortunate that happens. Yeah. Uh, work has been absolutely crazy. But listening to the uh, new NoFX album, single album, I listened to that twice. And honestly, what I kind of took away from it is that it was just a really fun personal album. Like, mm-hmm. and... It was able to do that because I feel like these NoFX guys, they're saying, like, we're punk and we don't care what everybody else thinks punk is. And that's what makes us punk now, which I think is really cool. I think the record was really well written. Um, Overall, it was just a fun release. Hmm. And I was really happy I got to check it out. Interesting. Yeah, I I um I don't know if I took that a- at all away from it. I mean, definitely it is a personal record for sure. Mm-hmm. Probably the, maybe the most personal record that No Effects has written because a lot of times with No Effects in the past they've written songs that were more like, hey, this is like a political song about yeah. that. Like there's isn't really anything like that on this record. Uh, at least that jumped out to out at me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you know it does seem like a record that's that's very much like mm-hmm. I've been through some crazy shit, and here it is in all of its honesty and all of its truth. I mm-hmm. think the the issue I had most with the with the No Effects record was the first track. It it's it's like five it doesn't minutes. really fit with the rest of the album. It it no it doesn't it doesn't at all it, and it doesn't really fit with the rest of the band's career. So mm-hmm. when you start off with this you know, five, almost six minute long song at the beginning. It's abrasive almost. It, I it, it very abrasive. And I think it took me a couple listens and I had to kind of start to hear the lyrics a little bit better to kind of know uh, kind of just to what was going on. Mm-hmm. But there's uh, there's some great classic no effect songs here. Uh, like like the song Birmingham is really good. And yep, there's, I like a few, there's a few like really bright spots. I just think overall I need a little more time with this record just because I think as an old fan, I just, you know, I'm just, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it yet. So that's, that's my mm-hmm. take. I don't, I'm not going to say it's a bad record. I don't think it's their best record by any means, but, but I do think that it's, uh, uh, it's, it's worth talking about for sure. And Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. That's it. Um, overall you want to talk about that new cherry P? Yeah. Um, uh, Do you like it? I, I I love it. Same. It's weird though because I I felt like when I went to Spotify last week there was nothing about Cher at all, mm-hmm. and now there's like all this all the old releases and everything are up there. Unless there's yeah. another band called Cher, I was confused, but I just listened. No, to the, same project. I found out. Okay, so oh. I just listened to the new EP, and it's it's like the songs are amazing. Like this this mm-hmm. sounds like, I mean, obviously we we will never down downplay 
Johnny Frank's writing, but this writing style is very much like could be on pop radio. Like it's, it's oh yeah, it's that good. I I almost think it's more like it's almost too relaxed to be on the pop radio though, right? Like it's not very energetic. Mm-hmm. It's very very mellow, and like the way that he kind of describes it as like cottage music or like electronic music to sit around a campfire to like I get that vibe through the music and I just really enjoy it like the ambiance of it is absolutely phenomenal it's a very calm record but it doesn't feel that way Mm -hmm. it kind of like pulls you along in a very nice way overall I really like this EP I think it's fun I think it's a unique release I don't expect to hear anything else like it this year unless Bill Murray puts out another EP. Actually, I changed my mind. I do expect to hear something else like it because it really reminds me of Porter Robinson and his style of electronic music mm-hmm. where it's very kind of high spectrum, ambient, feel good vibes. And maybe that's why I like it so much just because I related to that subconsciously and now just noticing. But um, yeah. I think it's a great EP and everybody should check it out. I do. I do too. I absolutely love it. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to the biggest release of the week. The the uh, the new album from Architects. This um, yep. this record has been talked about since they released the first single mm-hmm. uh, from it. Animals. We talked about it. Yeah, marked a big change uh, in their sound. And and I I don't know. I mean I uh, I really want to hear your take on this, knowing that you've been a big fan of this uh, of this band for a long time. Yeah. So my first initial take, I really like the album. And I thought it was a good album, but I thought it just felt long, kind of because how all the songs do sound a bit similar. But it is long. And, and I, yeah, it is long. It's about 50 minutes. And I thought that there were a couple songs that I could cut out from the record. But as I've been spending time with it, I think I'm on listen five or six now. I have forgotten what those songs I thought I could cut were. <laughs> and it kind of fits as a longer record for me now. Um. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like album of the year good for me. I think it's a very solid release, and I wouldn't be surprised to see this on a lot of top tens and things like that as the year goes by. But I'm really happy with the direction that Architects are going. I think you can definitely tell that there's growing pains on this album, but there's also moments of brilliance. I mean, not everybody is going to instantly... Uh, figure something out like a bring me or something like that. It takes a little bit of time to naturally progress. No, 100%. And I put on the record, you know, mm-hmm. and I saw that it was 15 tracks and I was like, wow. And I actually think that the second half of the record is stronger, way better than the first half of the record. And yep. like even, you know, black lungs, which is like, you know, the first, well, the first track is sort of like an intro track. Um, Black mm-hmm. Lungs being the first song, also a single. That song like doesn't grab me like most of the other songs. No. Giving Blood, like, I thought was like a like a good one too, but like not anywhere near mm-hmm. like the last, all, like literally from Animals all the way to the end. That's like yeah. bang. Like I wish that the the record started with those songs because I think that they're mm-hmm. really really strong. And I, I agree with you though. Like, um, it it is it is the kind of thing like if they if they somehow cut, like if I could cut the weakest four from this record, I think it would be, it could be Mm -hmm. album of the year. I think it is that good. Yeah. And I mean, it's all subject too, because like if you're listening to this album, is it going to, it's going to flow differently without those songs. And 
I don't know. I'd have to try it and play around with it, but I really think the way that they released it as I've spent more time with it has kind of grown on me. Um, yeah, I really like it. But speaking of the back half of that record, like it is so amazing. Like I feel like we really start to ramp up with uh, dead butterflies, the fifth track, and then it kind of like levels off and plateaus and like a very good middle ground. But like once it hits little wonder and animals, it's just an absolutely incredible end of the record. And like, what did you think of uh, our good friend Simon Neal from Biffy Clyro's feature? Amazing, on amazing. That song's amazing. So good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all the features really are are really cool, and they're all mm-hmm. they're all different. You know, yep. when when uh, it's funny we talked about Parkway Drive, yeah. uh, just last week, and how some of their architects modeling of their sound seems to be a little bit similar to what Parkway Drive did on their last record. I don't know if I mm-hmm. really agree with that now after hearing the whole record. However, having having Winston on the on the track, like he comes in and he's just like his voice just booms in this different way. He's a force. Like I don't know, it's good, but I think it's strange that it's like kind of put in the middle of the record too. Like it's a good song, but it just doesn't feel like a good time with the rest of the record to come in and go that heavy, right? Because the song kind of ends with that feature. So I think it would have been good if it there was like that feature and then it led right into like animals or something like that where you're just ready to go ham. Yeah, it's but, true. I, uh, I mean, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall of that band when they were trying to figure out how to sequence this album. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know if like I didn't dive enough into the lyrics or, or read the lyrics at all to know Mm -hmm. if there's some kind of an underlying theme or a story or a concept. And that's part of why, you know, the album is sequenced how it is. Yeah. Because I mean, it's hard, it's hard to sequence records. And when you have this many tracks, it's man, Mm -hmm. it's just so difficult. The other, the other song um, at the beginning, near the beginning of the record discourse is dead. That's a banger. That could have been track one for me too. I feel like going towards like the ordering of the songs. I feel like, it could have been done a little bit differently with how the songs are made too. Like I wish there was just a little bit more kind of transition from song to song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have helped this record as a whole. I mean, obviously it would have made it a little bit longer, but I feel like those wouldn't have been wasted minutes. If you're yeah. kind of making it flow a little bit better than it did, I wouldn't feel like the album's dragging and then like dropping me really quickly and then going again. You know, I think it would have been a good move. You ready to talk about some new music this week? Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, I'm I'm ready, man. I I know a little birdie told me that mm. we're gonna deviate from the top five as we usually right. do, and we're gonna add, and we're gonna make it a top six. Top six this week. Top six. A little different, but there are so many good records this week that I couldn't help myself my scene card would have been revoked if i did not make it six i'm ready for it mike uh let's, ready let's go let's start it out here it is number six number six we have probably the biggest release this week as far as uh bands go and probably surprising to a lot of people that it's this far down the list but we've got the new record you're welcome by a data remember we do um, this is a long anticipated album. Yeah. We been have about a year and a half, two years. Yeah. It, it literally, I, I mean, this album we were expecting, people were expecting it to be, to drop at the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. 
um, or at least be like I think because they had a single out then. Degenerates came out around then, I think. Yep. Um, and here we go. I mean, this they've released what I think four singles now. Yep. And you know, like really like putting them out very quite spaced apart. Like, okay, the record's coming sporadically too. We have no idea when these singles have come. They're just here. I feel like the marketing on this record has just been abysmal. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like they had m much more of a plan mm -hmm. uh, going into this, and then I'm sure it just got all got derailed by COVID, you know. And and like, oh yeah, I, I can't right. blame them for that because, you know, this is a band that has proven themselves as the live scene band. Mm -hmm. They invested a lot of money early. They stepped up the production. No one, as far as I'm concerned, no one touches them. They are the nine inch nails of the scene in terms of, of production. And I think that's bring me, but we'll get there. <laughs> a day to remember has been, has been at it for longer than bring me. And, you know, obviously been popular longer mm -hmm. than bring me. And they have, they have been, you know, killing it in the live form. So I understand them not wanting to put out a record when they can't tour it live. So that's probably mm -hmm. the whole reason for the delay and that's fine. And here we are, but a lot of these singles, I mean, to be honest, they've kind of all grown on me over really? time. Uh, but I know a lot of people were 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 pretty disappointed. And actually, there's been five singles, not four, because of the uh, the acoustic That's not song. On the record. Oh, everything we need's not. Nope. Oh, okay. Or no, everything we need is. I thought you were talking about the marshmallow song. Oh no no there, no no! Is there five singles? There is. There's degenerates, oh. resentment, uh, resentment, mind reader, brick wall, and everything we need. You're right. So you're right. Yeah. Um, this but is I don't gonna know. be a record. Yeah, I mean, I don't That's, know. Maybe like it's hard. You fill in the gaps with this with the other songs, and it 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 could be all right. I don't know. We'll see. So we'll see. I'm not super looking forward to this record, honestly. I think the singles have been pretty weak. I don't like them from a lyrical standpoint. I think it's pretty phoned in. Um, I'm interested to see how this album goes, and. We actually have a little bet running on the Discord that if it turns out that I actually do like this album, <laughs> I have to ooh, let the Discord make a butt rock playlist, and that's all I can work out to for the week. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but, um, but you're going to secretly enjoy that butt rock playlist. So uh, Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> yeah. But see, I would if I got to make it, because then all the like decent butt rock, like it would be Skillet and Star Set and stuff that like, you can throw in there, but it's not really... It's gonna be like everything that's super butt rocky, so we'll see how it goes. But um, honestly, like all of the singles, I, the first time I hear them, I'm like, I really don't like this. And then as I hear them more, I've liked them less and less. Oh, like, really? Okay, I, I go the other way on that. But the intro to Degenerates just grinds me. I don't know why. I think it's kind of corny. I do. I guess I do wonder if. You know, I mean, obviously their rollout changed, their plan changed. Mm -hmm. I think if they were to have come out with maybe resentment first, uh, people would have been like, "Oh fuck, here we go." Because I think resentment like, is the strongest song they've released of the it five. Is, but um, and, but but degenerates it, being very poppy, having some of those like mm -hmm. programmed drum elements and stuff. I think maybe people were like, maybe that was a long time to like put that out before the album's coming. You know, it, uh, to to just have their fans kind of be, you know, 
not not be freaking out worrying worrying about the record which they still are until this oh, friday yeah. like i'm worrying about it right and i mean resentment yeah it's probably the best single but even that has like portions that grind me like right before that little breakdown when he goes this is the eye of the tiger or whatever that line sucks oh i love that <laughs> like <laughs> well we have to, i hate that we line. have to agree to disagree on that one because i i i uh I like that. <laughs> oh. And brick wall. Someone in the chat says brick wall is terrible. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. Like I I the first time I heard it, it was like a little thrown with some of the production. That's grown on me too. So I don't know, man. Maybe maybe oh. this is going to be like that that growing record somehow. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll it's see. a day to remember. So I never fully count them out. Uh, those guys are there you go. magic. They made such classic albums in this scene that i can never they're like green day like i'm never not gonna listen to something new Mm -hmm. but it's kind of getting to the point where i'm like am i gonna enjoy it now still or no Eh, we'll see what happens all right well let's Let's see how uh, this record goes okay well let's move on to number five right as i'm taking a drink that's okay um so number five uh so coming out of scranton pennsylvania a.k.a. Home of the Office. <laughs> uh, we've got the new album, I Won't Care How You Remember Me by Tiger's Jaw. Yes. Uh, cool pick, Mike. Hell yeah. I'd like to think so. I picked it. Um, if you guys don't know anything about Tiger's Jaw, they're kind of a pop punk uh, alternative band, I guess. They're kind of right in that uh, middle ground, maybe like classic punk too almost. I wouldn't say classic punk, but like post-punk. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're, right. they're a bit hard to describe, I think, because yeah. they like there are elements of of sort of punk rock in in it, but mm-hmm. then there's almost elements of like someone someone here describes them as a middle ground between Fleetwood Mac and Saves the Day, so yeah. you know they do have those kind of classic elements. I don't want to say classic rock because that's not mm-hmm. quite right, but you know more mainstream sort of influences, not just mm-hmm. punk punk influences. I compare them to bands like uh, Title Fight and Balance and Composure. If you mm-hmm. like them, you'll probably like this. Uh, overall, though, the singles, there's four of them. They're absolutely awesome, and they've really caught my eye. This has been a band that I have been paying attention to, but not intently, and these EP- or singles have really kind of changed that for me. Like The entire aesthetic of the album is cool. I love the album artwork. Um, overall, the lyricism has been really fun, and the guitar works kept me in with each single. Um, I think this album is going to be great and everybody should check it out. There's also a new song called New Detroit on there. So you must love that exactly. one, Mike, right? Exactly. I don't know. I don't think that's my favorite single though. I think uh, Cat's Cradle is my favorite single. That song rips. Nice. No, great. Yeah. a great pick. Uh, Tiger's Draw. Glad we're giving them some love here because they are very, very deserving of it. Oh yeah. Good boys. All right. And number four. Number four. Uh, so coming in at number four, we have the spill canvas. And yes. I actually need to take a break real quick. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I can talk about the spill canvas. Yeah, talk to the boys. Uh, Nick's my boy. Uh, I, I, I absolutely love this band. I've loved them for a long time. I mean, this is a band that we're, we're going back like 15 years, probably uh, since, you know, I think their first album came out. And they've put out a lot of records um, since, and then I, I feel like they've been a bit of, a, a bit of a hiatus. Um, you know, 
uh, Nick had some some uh, some drug problems. Uh, like he like he was on heroin and and some pretty serious stuff. And uh, you know, talking to him, having him on the, on the podcast, uh, you know, this this record's a long time coming. So just just he's he's just a incredible songwriter and uh, uh, the kind of the kind of band like you know they're gonna put something out and it's gonna be amazing and uh, I, I always really liked when they stripped down and they did some of their acoustic stuff I'm not sure what this record's gonna have on it um, but we'll see and I think there's a feature from uh, Sherry Dupree Bemis there which is. is yeah which is uh, from from Isley so that that is a uh, pretty cool so yeah man i i just i love this guy i love his band and, and i'm mm-hmm. excited for this because i it's been a long time now yeah i mean i'm not 100 percent sure how long it's been you probably said that yeah well uh, the last the last full-length record i believe was was uh 2012 yep and uh i think that 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 even that was like you know sort of i think it came out like on a small label or or mm-hmm. like they put that put it out themselves so it's really like they haven't really put out a main record in like like probably 10 to 15 uh, 10 uh, over 10 years yeah so i mean great comeback and i mean i'm excited for this this is a band that i've never really checked out they've always been kind of uh i think one of the more classic kind of pop punk groups um but from what i've listened on the singles I've kind of checked them out because I know that they're more classic, like uh, Firestorm and Molecules, absolutely amazing songs. I've really loved everything vocally on this. And I mean, I can't wait for it because they've got this kind of classic sound with the edge of like modern songwriting. I've kind of noticed because I went back and listened to some of their older stuff too, as I started listening to the singles and they definitely sound a little bit dated and these songs they feel fresh just like they're ready to go uh shall we move on to the next one yeah i think so let's go number three so number three is a really fun band that i've recently found out about called dream shade they are from Lugano, switzerland and they're releasing their new album a pale blue dot okay what i like about this band is that they are that style of metal that's almost like native to Gothenburg in Sweden. You know what I'm talking about? Of course. Where it's mainly clean vocals. It's kind of almost industrial. And this band's just doing it all right now. They've got some really catchy choruses on these singles. They're mixing in great elements of electronics. They're writing absolutely amazing riffs. Like that was the first thing that caught me when I just saw like uh, one of the singles, I think it was Shanghai Nights popped up on my release radar. And I wasn't just paying attention. It just played and this riff just starts. And I'm like, who is this? I thought it was like somebody different, I guess. Or I looked at it. I'm just like, oh, I've never heard of this band before. Really excited. Cool. And Yeah, I, I don't know anything about this band. I mean, I absolutely love them. They had like a electronic artist featuring on one of these singles, I think. Um, if you're a fan of any of the kind of Gothenburg bigger bands, uh, bands like Sonic Syndicate, The Unguided, Scar Symmetry. Uh, you'll absolutely love this record. I know I'm going to. Um, can we talk about this fo- promo photo on their Spotify, though? Yeah, we can. It's a sick photo. <laughs> back streets, back. All right. 
<laughs> I mean, I like the car. It's great. I don't think they have those cars very uh, readily available in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's cool. Like they're they're doing something different by the sounds of it. They mm-hmm. they describe themselves as um Oh, never mind. That feature new influences like rock, electronic, and rap music. Okay. That's uh I mean, yeah, that's not wrong. Just just what are you influenced by? Oh, you know, rock. Okay. Yeah. All right, sure. <laughs> I mean, they're a sick band though, and I've recently found them. I'm really happy I have. It's one of those kind of gems that you always get excited about when you find. And no. Can't wait to listen to this album. No, I'm I'm excited to check them out. I always love to hear about new new uh bands, you know, Mike. And and I'm oh, yeah. and as we've done this this uh this podcast this show on Twitch, whatever, I've trusted you more and more with this. And rarely, rarely do you let me down. So there we go. Dream Shade mm-hmm. with number three. Let's go on. We're going through these pretty fast. Uh, here's number we two. are. Here's number I think th- we're about to start slowing down, though. Well, oh, I think so. Here's number two. So number two, we've got the new album, Beauty and Death by Chase Atlantic, coming out of Australia. Beauty and Death, Yes. Um, this is a, this is a big band. It is. They're big. Surprisingly. Like, I don't even know what their listenership is at right now. Oh, Let's it's, it's huge. I, 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 it's oh, probably like four, five, 4.2 million. Yeah. It's, it's like, we're talking double architects. Yeah. That's the reality. And I'm sure I haven't looked at it in a while, but they, uh, they probably have, um, like all those those singles, they probably have like hundreds of millions of plays. Uh, not quite hundreds. Their top million, one's eighty four million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But a lot, a lot of plays on Spotify. They they are a big mm-hmm. band. Um, I feel like uh, on this side of the pond, not as big. Like I don't know if that no, many people know like, them. I think a year ago I saw them in the sh- or maybe it's a year and a half, two years ago now. I saw them in the shelter at St Andrews, which is a four hundred cap room. Yeah, and they were headlining. It was absolutely crazy, but. These guys are awesome. I've caught them on Warp Tour as well. They've got saxophone. They've got hip hop elements. They've got kind yeah. of rock elements. They're I don't know how to describe them like genre wise, except saying they're like emo alternative. Uh, Chase Atlantic. They are what they are, right? They're and, they're a difficult band to to describe and pigeonhole. Somehow they kind of find themselves in the scene talk, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't know. To be honest, I don't really know how. I guess it's maybe it's yeah. just their ethics and and you know where they come from. But and, I, I do enjoy their music. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of get grouped into the scene band because right when they were putting out their like first EP, first album, uh, they got announced on Warp Tour. Yeah, Kevin Lyman picked them up. And normally bands that aren't quote unquote scene but don't have any other better place to fit, if they're tossed on Warp Tour, they become a scene band. So. Overall, I'm really excited for these guys, though. They're some of my favorite lyricists out there right now doing this kind of music. I think everything that they do is super catchy. Um, it's not going to be the deepest stuff that you listen to, right? Uh, it's very vibey. It's not very um, existential, I guess, lyrically. They definitely yeah. have songs where they are rappers. But I've always loved these guys, and... It's going to be an absolute banger of an album. Yeah, I mean, lyrics are always an interesting thing when you, once you start to add electronic pop elements, mm-hmm. I feel like lyrics start to change. Definitely, and they get you know all of a sudden they're talking about the club, 
and they're talking about drug use and it's like mm-hmm. uh, you start to get more of like a rap lyric vibe you know coming into yeah. it but i always appreciate artists that are in that genre that kind of keep it a little more poetic and a little bit more um mm-hmm. i don't know a little bit more on that side of things no, i mean do, i mean i think they toe the line both ways which is good right and, and i think that that's i think that that's a great uh, a, a great thing when you talk about the lyrics, I think that that doesn't get talked about all that often. Just the differences between, you know, quote unquote, like rock music compared to rap music. And when you mm-hmm. start to cross those lines, you know, where the lyrics kind of fall. Yeah. And I mean, they've got kind of both on the singles even too. I mean, they've got uh, one song called Out the Roof and that song is straight up a rap song. Like, yeah, it's vibey. They talk about being in the club and everything like that. And then you've got this other the latest single from a couple of weeks ago called Empty. And it's more kind of almost a deeper house track, I would say, with like the saxophone in the track and everything like that. And it's a much deeper song throughout the verses. And I don't know. I just love the dichotomy that they're able to bring to the same release. And normally once the full album is out, it ebbs and flows super well into this thing that just works absolutely yeah don't confuse them with stand atlantic that's a very different band but we also love them we love them but very different band yes oh yeah we're gonna get into the number one record after this all right let's get into the number one most anticipated album of the week number one most anticipated album of the week coming out of toronto canada I feel like we've had a lot of number ones this year out of Toronto so far. Hey. Or at least lately. There's something Pretty in the water. Scene. Yep. But uh, we've also had a lot of heavy bands. This is a deathcore band. Uh, we've got Brand of Sacrifice putting out their new album, Lifeblood. You talked to Kyle on the show. Yeah. Just a couple weeks ago, Kyle came on and kind of told his whole kind of like wild background story about his old band mm-hmm. and how they changed basically changed their name and became brand of sacrifice. And yeah, it's like kind of intense. Like the whole band is based on like a manga. Yeah. Which is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like kind of interesting. It's the whole thing. The whole Mm -hmm. band is based on this. I forget the name of it now. Berserk. Um, Berserk. Exactly. Berserk. And um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy band, but this band is super talented and, like super exciting it's like mm-hmm. it's like one exciting part into another exciting part like they just never they never get boring 100 percent. I, I think they're a super accessible deck or yeah super accessible deathcore band because of that too like the intensity is there that long t- or long-standing deathcore fans are going to want but there's really interesting riffs uh mixing kind of samples and everything like that throughout all of the songs that I think people who are more inclined to like say, oh, like metalcore is kind of the heaviest I get. I think there's going to be a lot that they find on this record if they check it out that they'll absolutely fall in love with and to- might totally. be a cool gateway to deathcore. Totally. Well, I really like their their uh, last record, uh, God Hand. Mm-hmm. And, Great record. Uh, and the new the new one coming out, uh, what's, it, what's the title, Mike? Lifeblood. Of course, Lifeblood. You know, the, the singles they've released, they've been a little bit longer I mm-hmm. love that the songs on God Hand were short and to the point. Yeah. So I'm wondering what the rest of this record is going to be like. Uh, but I I don't think it's going to let me down at all anyway because it's just no. there's too much talent. 
and they they do they vary they make they have so much great variation in their music all the mm-hmm. time like Kyle's vocals especially like this guy could do everything he's a monster he could do everything like and i think everybody in this band is just talented like i'll find myself just listening to the single and picking one thing out and like i listen to the drums crazy i listen to the guitar work crazy i listen to the atmospheric and like the electronic portions and all the like, samples and the orchestra and stuff like that it's crazy good and fits so well with the song like everything about these guys is just such a thought out and well-laid effort that i feel like you don't get a lot in the genre a lot which makes it feel much more refined than a lot of the releases that we do get from the deathcore scene 100 percent, 100 percent. no i i uh yeah, I don't know. I have nothing but good things to say about this band. And I love, again, Mike, that you've put a number one artist that's, you know, relatively unknown. You know, um, mm-hmm. they're not the the, the uh, Chase Atlantics or the uh, uh, Architects or the No Effectses or, mm-hmm. uh, or the Data Remembers. So I, I mean, love that. They have 240,000 listeners on Spotify. I don't think they're that unknown. Yeah, but... you're, you're right. But you know what I'm saying? They're, they're just, you know. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely a newer band. I think that they are really kind of rolling up in prominence very quickly with these singles that they've been releasing. Yeah, they've always kind of been a band that everybody's like, yeah, that's a pretty good deathcore band. But now everybody's comparing them to the likes of Enterprise Earth and Shadow of Intent and these deathcore bands that are just kind of like the upper echelon of what everybody wants to hear. And I'm just so excited for this album. I think it's going to be one of the best heavy releases this year bar none it's honestly possibly a top 10 contender for me if everything pans out like the singles do sweet well tune in next week we'll talk about this record in in great depth and probably some of the other ones too that's great shall we uh shall we recap i think we should all right number uh six so we've got the new album you're welcome by a day to remember We'll see about that. We'll definitely be talking about that one next week. Oh, yeah. Number five. We've got the new album, I Won't Care How You Remember Me by Tiger's Jaw. Great band. Number four. We've got the new album, Conduit by The Spill Canvas. They're back. Their first record in, what, nine years? Check that one out. Something like that. Number three. Number three. We've got the new album, A Pale Blue Dot by Dreamshade. Yes. Love that album title. For fans of uh, Gothenburg Sound and Backstreet Boys. Yes. Number two. Number two, we've got the new album Beauty and Death by Chase Atlantic. Chase Atlantic, underrated underrated band. And number one. Number one, we've got the new album Lifeblood by Brand of Sacrifice. We did it. That's the top six. Extra one this week. And uh, it's exciting stuff. Now, I know you have some honorable mentions. I have tons. All I have are honorable mentions. Let's go. Shane. Let's go. I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, so we've got new albums that I want to briefly talk about. Uh, we've got a new album from Chevelle. Okay. Classic kind of uh, radio rock band. I think a lot of people love them. They write some tasty riffs, and I think that uh, if you didn't know there's a new Chevelle album coming out, now you do. Go check it out. Well, Chevelle, interesting band too, because a lot of people will just kind of write them off as mm-hmm. you know the one-hit wonder because that song The Red was so big like yeah. on the radio, and then... You know, like because they, they they never they never did it again. You know, they never had that mm-hmm. that big single again, and and in fact, the radio just kept playing that song. But they continued 
you know, putting out albums and growing their fan base. Uh, you know, like pretty much, I mm-hmm. think it was like every two years they're putting out an album, and and that's a band that has a lot of fans, not just fans of of the Red. Yeah, and I think uh, they're always kind of mid tier at the larger like rock shows. I definitely think they've got a fan base, and yeah, I think this album is going to be exactly what they're looking for. I've listened to some of the singles; they've been pretty enjoyable. So nice. Okay. Um, another quick album I want to talk about is we've got the new album from kings of leon oh i, I think how did i not hear about great. this how did i not hear about this i don't know probably because they haven't advertised or who knows but I, I, I think they've really fallen off the radar from a lot of people since uh they had those couple songs like sex on fire and yeah. stuff like that but what was that but, like when did that come out like 10 15 years ago yeah i was in high school i think but like this band's still great they're still putting out bangers like the kind of alternative indie scene right and I really enjoy them. I think they're awesome. Yeah, I, I just I'm shocked. First of all, I'm shocked that they have a new record coming out. When was the last one? Looks like 2016. Walls. Don't even remember yeah. this record. Um, yeah, they're not too prolific, but yeah, it looks like the the big album was tw- was 2008. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm amazed that first of all, this isn't in the top five or six. But I, obviously, there's a lot of records. Too many but, records this week, but yeah, it's just uh, it's crazy. I hadn't heard, heard, didn't hear about this record. Yep. And then uh, one last record I want to talk about: uh, Void of Vision. They're a great metalcore band. They're putting out a remastered and remixed album. They have redone a bunch of songs with either remixes or new features. Some of the prominent, or yeah, some of the prominent features are the likes of Ryu from Crystal Lake, mm-hmm. Kaleem from Loathe, and Garrett from Slant Plant. These are great features. These are great songs already, and they're just revamping them because they've had nothing better to do. So go check that out. That's cool. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm always like, I'm always like, that's cool and all, but like, mm-hmm. maybe new music would be better. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm here for it. The record came out last year, if I remember. Okay. So all right, that makes. Sense I, think, then. I think it's like the right time. That makes sense. Then yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, getting into kind of the singles and such like that on Friday, we have a new single from Zayo. Oh, Zao, fuck yeah. however, I still don't know how to say, I that think right. it's, I think it's Zayo. It was, yeah. it was Zayo in 1996. I think okay, it's still I Zayo, it changed, but, but so. like, you know, back then, I mean, who know, like I just, that's what, how all my friends said it. So mm-hmm. I just assumed it was, but I mean, Zayo, this is this classic metalcore as gets like they practically invented the metalcore genre uh mm-hmm. early on very christian very intense like that you know tooth and nail band i believe early on mm-hmm. i don't know what their beliefs are now or what they're doing now but i'm very excited to see what this is oh yeah they're a classic i think it's been quite a while since they've had new music too so it's always very exciting to hear from bands like that uh, another band that hasn't had new music in a long time, the 1975 is putting out a new single. Nice. I like them. All about, I'm all about them. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Really man. talented. That was a band that just kind of like came out of nowhere and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they were one of the biggest like playing arenas and they were huge in like yeah. a year. Which like crazy. that first album is an absolute banger of an album still. Like I put it on once in a while. No, for sure. I, I mean, I think I think so. And then they kind of just... They sort of evolved very quickly too into a new sound, mm-hmm. but it worked too. I just think they they're incapable of putting out 
anything shitty. So, hundred percent agree. Yeah, awesome. Um, I know we talked about it a little earlier, but there is a new three hundred three song. <laughs> it is an absolute banger, and it has a really strange feature. Uh it is featuring Clown from Slipknot. Okay, what's Clown do in Slipknot? He, he's the drum, one of the drummers. Okay, so huh. there's some sick beats in the background. I think it's a good song. It's fun. It's three hundred three. It can't not be fun. Okay. Uh, some other things that we've got going on. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a single or not yet, but Against the Current is teasing something. Another kind of prolific band that uh, doesn't really do things very often anymore. Everybody in the band has kind of moved on to other pastures for the most part. But whenever they come back, I'm always very excited because this is kind of one of my favorite like alternative pop punk bands. You familiar with Against the Current Chain? Oh, sorry, I missed the title of the band. I thought oh. you were saying I thought you were saying that the band goes against the current. I was like, uh huh. No, yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> new single from Against the Current. Uh, I guess I guess I'm not familiar. <laughs> all right. Well, they're great. You should check them out. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, my sheet is. I, I I will. Wow. Oh, this is a big band. Damn, four million, uh, almost four million. Uh, Insta- yeah, Instagram. So uh, that, I mean, that's because place. they featured on two of the world championship songs for the League of Legends world championship, I which see. is absolutely huge and always blows them up. But that's cool. they're just a great band. Cool. I love it. And then we have the final single from the new Porter Robinson album. He's announced it's the final single, unfortunately, until April or so when the album drops. But I absolutely love Porter Robinson. The new single came out today. It's called Musician, I want to say, and it's really great. Um, kind of ambient electronic. I think it's he's kind. He's probably not very niche in his uh, genre, but I think he is because I haven't found anybody else like him, and I absolutely love him. Sick, love it. Ooh, do 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 do. I want you load. You got so many this week, Mike. This is like I do. I had ten on my list. Wow. This is crazy. So, mm-hmm. so ten plus the six, plus yep. everything we missed last week. I just, I still don't know how you're finding time to listen to all these records. Like you must it's just very have. Difficult. You must just have music on all the time. I do. If I have to listen to this butt rock playlist while I work out, it's going to very critically damper my music listening time. <laughs> it will uh, de- derail your whole list. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> one of the favorites of the pod. Eh, I don't know if it's favorite of the whole pod. Definitely favorite of mine. Uh, Rivals is putting out their last single for the record. Oh, you love Rivals. I, I love Rivals so much. This band is absolutely incredible. That single comes out tomorrow on Thursday. You talk, on Twitch. You talk about this band as much as possible. I try to. I mean, I think they're awesome and underrated. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just great. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're really good too. You turned me on to them, Mike. Like, hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's all you. I think they're they're fantastic too, and yeah, if anybody is looking for something new, uh, female fronted, but just a little more character in the vocals. I've said this before too. Oh yeah, uh, check out Rivals. Just spelt normal, no fucking upside down A's or V's or any shit. Rivals. Yep. There you go. Check them out. They're they're a great band. Uh, so coming out today, uh, one of my favorite kind of weird bands. Um, I don't really know how to describe them. They are super electronic focused metalcore coming out of Japan. So if you can imagine what that sounds like, 
It's this band called Bloodstained Child. They're absolutely incredible. I love wow. whenever they put something else out. Um, I don't know. You probably never heard of them because it's kind of weird, but Bloodstained Child is a hell of a name. I know, right? Like, I feel like they get some people turned away just because of the name, but it's absolutely incredible music. Like, the two new singles are great. They came out today. Uh, they've every album they put out is an absolute banger. Like, I love this band. Well, I'm surprised I haven't heard of them. I mean, they've they've been at it since at least 2002. Yeah, that's the their early stuff, 2002, and they've they've put out a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, j- Japanese bands it can be pretty far removed. Mm-hmm. from us a lot of times they don't come over here they don't get distributed yep. over here you know and it, it can be just it's too strange to work mm-hmm. but i'm all all about it i mean you know one of my favorite like, bands of all time is is envy so yep. you know i'm i'm all about that japanese stuff oh yeah and like this is definitely weird it's very um i guess the like cyberpunky i guess is the best way to describe it like i would have described it as cyberpunky before the game and everything like that but like it just applies i guess like that vibe of like grungy neon futuristic city is exactly where they're sitting and would go perfectly in that kind of game soundtrack all about it that's cool and then i have one more single yes and i am extremely excited about this this is probably one of my favorite bands ever this is a band that never fails to fall out of the top five on my album of the year list whenever they drop something. We have a new single from Being as a Fucking Ocean. Yes, I know you love them. Coming out on Friday. I know you love them. I somebody Somebody's thrown it up in the chat here like we don't, like Mike doesn't know. Come on, Taylor. <laughs> it's Mike. It's Mike. You knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. And we, we talked about this band a couple weeks ago, too. We did. I, they... they they, yeah, you're right. They never disappoint. They have so much talent in one band. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when they had Connor Dennis playing for them? He like, like that was a thing oh, yeah. that happened. You talk about a stacked lineup and just so much emotion. Uh, so much, so much. So, it's always so much deeper than just here's a song or here's an album. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, they've got one of the best clean singers there is, one of the best frontmen, and I, I love this band too. Absolutely incredible. I'm. So excited. The album artwork for the single is beautiful. It's this nice gray scale with kind of a uh, faded sepia rainbow. It looks absolutely beautiful. It's one of those bands that's just like so aesthetic in everything that they do yep. as well. Yep. And I just love that. Um, the record art always kind of encompasses the feel that you're supposed to have with the album. I, I'm just so excited for this. One of my favorite bands. It's great. I can't talk about being as an ocean enough. If you haven't listened to Being as an Ocean before, go listen to them now. Like they're a full album band too, so just put on an album, pick one. They're all great. They and, they are great. I mean, you're right too about the aesthetic thing. Like I I think I was talking to um to Tyler about mm-hmm. that one time because they had they had like this just really good merch, and I was yeah. like I was like oh you guys have like awesome merch and he's like yeah you know we put like a lot of time and like a lot of money into it and they were they were saying they they pay like a thousand dollars a design or something like they mm-hmm. they get like these crazy people just to do their merch designs so i mean it works for them like i have i think i have like 10 
being as an ocean shirts just because I fall in love with their merch and I'm like, oh, wow, I need that. And then I go to hang it up right next to all the other being as an ocean merch. And I'm like, oh, I have a lot of this. I probably shouldn't have bought this one. It's true. And but I, I mean, do it again a couple months later. But that, you know, that attention to detail that they put into mm-hmm. everything they do is, I mean, there are reason that's the reason why they're one of your favorite bands, Mike. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's no secret. So I love it. Hell yeah. Love it. Damn. We did the thing. We did it. That's all we got. That's all we got. Until next week. Uh, any sneak previews for next week? Slow week? Uh, sneak previews for next week. Um, there's this newer band called First and Forever. We talked about them on the end of year cast. Yes. They are dropping their, I want to say, debut EP. Yes. I have heard it. It's pretty great. Yes. Absolutely. Um, absolutely awesome. But that's that's all I'll give. They actually, I, I was repping them pretty hard on the yeah. podcast a, a while back. I think it was their song, uh, Chicago, I think, or single. So yeah, it's nice to see mm-hmm. them putting out some putting out some music. Must Man, it must be so hard being a newer band right now and just like, oh, I can't hey, we it. put out our music on the internet and now we just like sit here and we can't tour mm-hmm. and promote ourselves and play shows. Like that's, that's tough. It's wild. It's tough. Mm. Yeah. As always, if you want to see the full list every week, uh, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Post it there. There it is. Or uh, at Slappy Slam or join the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. I also post it there with some detailed thoughts sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. and Do what you want. The list is places. Go find it. And for Mike's uh, dank memes and really, really weird photoshops, more than just what we post on Instagram already. Oh, yeah. They get... They're like pretty tame, the Instagram ones. There are some <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> absolutely hilarious ones, like in the Discord and stuff. Like some I'll find a photo of somebody if they're memeing and just oh, it's great. It's such a good time. Come in, see my shitty Photoshop. All right, you can see it all there. So light down.